podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi everybody, welcome to the Rangers Rabble. Who's turned? Who's got their phone on? That was Brian. I could tell by the ringtone it was Brian's. Who's <laughs> <laughs> ancient phone. Folks, welcome to the Rangers Rabble match reaction. Um, comfortable 4 0 1 at Paisley. Um, I'm joined obviously by Brian and his 1999 Nokia. Uh, Alec, guys, you guys in here as well. How are you? No bad, mate. If Alex decides to unmute himself, we might be able to hear what he's saying. <laughs> we'll try now. <laughs> there we go. Second time lucky. That's what happens when you're live. <laughs> all good, mate. Yeah, all good. It's a bit better after that game, anyway. Good, good. Um, big welcome to everybody in the comments, to our regulars, to our new listeners, our new viewers as well. Welcome along. Thanks for joining us. Um, I'll do the shameless plug later on, but thanks for joining us in the comments. Keep your questions and your comments coming in. Um, already some good stuff coming through. We we will get through as much as we possibly can. Um, as we do our, our match reaction to our 4-0 win against St Mirren. Um, guys, um, we obviously, obviously thank you as well to everybody that watched our uh, match preview, doing something a little bit different this week between now and the end of the season. Instead of having the preview the day before or a couple of days before the game, um, we're going to go live uh, the morning of the game. Um, so if you're enjoying that, if you like that, please let us know. Hopefully it was enjoyable. Um and you'll see some uh, see some more content for the Rangers rabble along those lines. So, Alex, we're going to start with starting lineup. We won't dwell on it too much because it was obviously covered in the match preview. Um, starting lineup, were you, were you happy with it when you saw it come out? Yeah, yeah, it was it was much what you wanted to see, and um, I think you know every single time or or most games anyway, the, the way the starting lineup is today, it was much better to see. You know what you want to see is you want to see Ramsey in it, um, and. Obviously, it was much better to see him in it and Sakala playing off the striker rather than through the middle, um, which I had a few concerns about. So, yeah, I, th- I think especially the way we set up, um, not just the players that were in it, the way we set up, I was a lot happier with today. Guys, was, was there any, any surprises in there for you? No, um, no, really. No, like you said, we, we, just, um, we talked about it before and we were all pretty comfortable with the changes and no any real surprises. Brian, I, I was quite happy with the, first, with the team lineup myself, to be honest, for who we had available. Um, sensible decision. I know he ended up getting injured and we'll come on to that, but sensible decision playing Hellander when he, he can't play uh, in Europe. Yeah, I mean, we obviously know Balogun's fitness is a bit of an issue. Um, he was away with Nigeria as well, so... And Hellander needed minutes, so it was a it, it made sense to start him, you know. Much needed minutes. Yeah, as I say, we'll, we'll come on to the fact that, that he picked up a knock um in a wee bit. But um even looking at the subs bench, I, I was quite happy with the with the subs bench. I think we're missing we're missing a striker on the bench, obviously. Um Alex, what do you what do you think the solution is to that? Is it a case of keep playing roof and then take him off as we've done the day for somebody that's not a natural striker? Or do we need to see somebody else come in there? Um, between now and the end of the season, maybe I mean we talked about it on the, the preview, but it'd be nice to see Tony Weston in and about the squad. Um, even if he's not getting the minutes, to have him as an option is, 
you know, he, he was a good, you know, he's doing bits for the B team and um, you can only beat what's in front of you. So he's got a be trial and testing and, and if it doesn't work out, that's okay. At, at least we give him the try and, and we won't know unless we do. So yeah, it'd be nice to see Weston involved and maybe a few more of the B team players, but there's there's not many solutions other than that in, in the, the first team and bringing Ahmad on, I thought he was all right. I mean, obviously missed a big chance, but I thought he was all right. So um taking roof off etc if you if you're that comfortable which we're not normally then you can afford to to play without a striker like we did you know something mate i'm really glad you gave that answer because that's exactly what i was spoken at guys is that is that the general feeling in the ranger support um that would like to see tony weston involved in the first team even if it's you know a cameo appearance off the bench here or there yeah definitely like we we've been screaming for years to use uh Ocken Howie more. So if you can get him on the bench, and that would have been ideal today, 3 0 up, bring him on. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, you know, we've, Brian, we've obviously got a lot of good players sitting at Ocken just now. Um, whether they're all ready to step up to the first team is a debate that we have regularly, and I'm sure we could talk about it for hours here, but we're not going to. But, um, you know, it's something we need to start doing, especially, you know, just now at this point in the league season. Um, it's not over, but the realist, the, the realist in me says, you know, they're not going to drop the amount of points we need them to drop. So is this the ideal chance to bring in those young players? I think it is. I mean, as, as Gaz said there, today was an ideal time to play a, a few youth players, get them on, you know, get them some minutes, see what they're about. I mean, if you can't play them in games against St Mirren when you're 3-4-0 up, when are you going to play them? I mean, King strolled that the day. I know, it's, I know it was St Mirren and they weren't very good, but only play what's in front of you and he he, he slotted in fine and he, he actually he actually made a lot more forward passes than the centre backs are normally used to so it was it was a refreshing change to see him actually pass the ball forwards and sideways or back to the goalie. Yeah and uh, uh, Rangers the Rangers Mr Rangers Rabble account there making a, a comment about Scott Wright. I'm going to come on to Scott Wright uh, later on because I do have a couple of questions about not just Wright but a couple of other fringe players as well. Going into the game Alex started really strongly lost my notes. Hold on a minute. How did we start? Oh, we scored early on. Um, got, an, got an early goal. Tav cross, ran through, the cross went right through to Kent, who put it back in. Uh, and Kamar Roof, for the first time in the match, got a free header. Uh, took it away from the keeper. Ideal start to the game, isn't it? Yeah, it was, the ball from Tavernier was, was brilliant and a little bit unfortunate that it doesn't fall to anybody um, other than Kent. And then it doesn't really matter because Kent puts a an equally good ball back in straight onto Roof's head and you know all, all he has to do is head it home again still a good finish and and um you know that that puts us in the lead and it gives you something to build on especially early days yeah guys just on Roof we uh, we obviously have a group chat this isn't just thrown together or it might seem like that we do have a group chat to organize these things um Roof is getting a lot of criticism from myself included about his first touch at times and I think it's it's left uh, it's it's desire it's, it leaves a lot to desire at times it's not great he loses the ball a lot um, from his first touch but uh, just as we were talking about that in the 15th minute he had a fantastic first touch managed to lay a through ball to Kent it was just a wee bit heavy um mm -hmm. Is, is that the, is that what we need to expect more for Kimar Roof? If he's going to play in that position, yeah. You know, it, it was probably that 15-minute spell where every time he took the touch, he either lost it or he took another touch too many or he fell over. But then after that, he, he sort of picked up 
and he never really put another foot wrong after, in the whole game after that. Yeah, and um, sorry, I'm looking for the comment there from yeah. Rangers and God. I don't know if it's the old God or not, but I'm sure they'll let us know. Uh, well done, Roof, but he's not a future striker for me, to be honest. Um, Brian, I, I made the comment um, that in Battle Fever saying Roof shot a few gobs up today. We're going to come on and talk about Roof in a, a little bit of detail, I think. Um, I made the comment in the in the chat that I don't necessarily blame Roof for the, the poor performances in the last couple of weeks. He's no Alfredo Morelos. He's a no. totally different type of player. Do we need to adapt to suit Kamar Roof? I, I said it in the, I think the pre-match. We, he, he got virtually nothing against Braga or Celtic. You know, he, he, he got no crosses. I mean, look today, he, he had two crosses and he scored with two headers. As you say, we've got to adapt to him now. We've, we've, we know we've not got Morelos for the rest of the season. So we've got to now look at the pros that Roof brings to the team and adapt to his his uh, style of play. He's a he's a he's a penalty box striker. He's not a you know he's a, he's a totally different player from Morelos. So as you say, we've just got to adapt to his ways now because it's it's either that or we're struggling. <clears throat> yeah, and, and Alex M family saying um, Roof's goals to game is very good, but I think he would be better suited up front to two. Is that the change we need to see with Kamar Roof? Is he going to is it is he going to play better bouncing off another striker? He would be better in a two. I think um, that's easy to see. But for the benefit of the rest of the team, we have to have him in a one because it fits the rest of the team better. You know, if you're adapting it for just Roof, which is you know you're going to get a little bit better from Roof or, or a lot better from Roof, but the rest of the team might drop off because they're having to play in a different position. If we can make Roof work through the middle by himself, like we did today, when he has a yard of space, he's a poacher. You know, he can get at the end of these, these little one-touch finishes when there's space in the box. Even when it's a cramped box, you know, and it's a packed box. The, the goal that I think of is the one um, in the underwhelming 1-0 win against Aberdeen. When, when he get, he comes on, he gets the winner. In a, in a packed box... You know, he can still get that one touch. He's a poacher, the guy who, who can put it goalwards. And um, when he's on form like today, there's no reason that he can't play up there by himself. Yeah, and, and guys, CGM just asking the question that was uh, I was going to ask anyway. Yeah. Um, if we do switch to a two, who's going to play there beside him? He, he'd need a Haley to his McCoys, you know, he's, and we've not got anyone like that, really. Um We've He'd got a big Swiss doing nothing. Yeah, but he's 6'5 and he jumps 5'6. <laughs> you know, so... That's the options. That's the scary thing. If Roof, if, if Roof crumbles and injures himself somehow, we're right mm -hmm. up the swanee without a paddle. Which he's more than capable of doing with his history. I, um, and yeah. the fact that Itten, Itten's not even anywhere near the bench, he's not, he's not getting near the, the line-up. Don't even um, think he gets near the B team anymore either. No, I think he played with them once and got hooked at half-time, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, it's it's no good. We, we, I think I, I I'm sort of in the camp where I think Roof needs a number a, a number ten beside him basically, um, and I don't I just don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if Kent can play that role. Um, I don't know if Sakala can play that role. Sakala's another player I want to come on to Brian. He was largely missing in the first half, wasn't he? Yeah, and I've always likened him to a a bit of a headless chicken, or his, his legs are too quick for his brain. He's just, is he? He does all the right things, and then he gets to that crucial part where he has to make a decision and make a pass or a shot, and he just, he's got no composure at the end. That's the, the horrible thing. He's got all the pace in the world, but his end product's sadly lacking. You know. 
Very poor. Yep. Paul McGarrell asking, could you not play Kent next to Roof? Born of where Kent plays and Bassey at the back. Um, I, I'm no tactical expert, Paul, but I don't see Borna Barisic playing that far up the park. Um, I think I think Barisic had, had a good game today. I think he needed the minutes. I think he needed to have a good game. Um, but I think his, he still needs to prove that he's back in form before we can really trust him, especially in a role that he doesn't normally play. But who's to say in the future that, that we don't look at something like that? Um, sticking with the first half, moving into the first half, 24, 25 minutes, uh, Alex, John Lundstrom um, seemed to have a groin injury. Do you think he overstretched? I think um, he kind of, he pointed to it a couple of minutes before he chased Jordan Jones down. You know, he was pointing to the bench a little bit and, and there seemed to be a little bit of dialogue there. And, and then he chases, because uh, he seems to be fine for a couple of minutes after that, and then he chases Jordan Jones down. And that's when the, the real problem, you know, that's when he, he goes, right, I've had enough, I can't continue. And, you know, I'm glad we brought him off. Um, obviously, you want to be cautious anyway. I don't think he would have continued either way, but you want to be cautious. And hopefully, he's. Uh, it, it's not as bad as it looked, but um, it definitely looked a sore one for him. Yeah, and, and just sticking with injuries, guys, um, shortly after that, um, it was Philip Hellander, as we spoke about at the start, went off injured um, just shortly before half-time. Again, um, I, I know he was involved in a bit of a tussle just before he went off, but um, was there anything that you spotted that, that maybe gives, gives greater co- uh, cause for concern? Um, I don't, I by, never... by, the way, by the way, guys, did you get that out of AJD? No, 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 no. I just wondered. I just, just wondered if he'd started a trend because if JD starting trends, then we've got serious problems in the yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, I never really noticed anything when it was a, it was a wee bit of a tussle. One to they were both jumping for a header, and I think Hollander got the free kick. Um, I didn't really notice anything at the time, and. I felt really sorry for him having to go off because I actually thought he was having a pretty decent game. He was reading the game really well. Not that our centre-backs at that point were having a hell of a lot to do, but he definitely looked like he was playing like old Phil would play. But, yeah, it's disappointing for him. Hopefully it's not as bad as previous. Yeah, ho- hopefully the, um, hopefully he can, he can come back um, quicker. Hopefully he's not out. And Lundstrom as well. Listen, Brian, mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but... Um, considering how John Lundstrom's Rangers career started, I never thought we'd be saying this towards the end of the season, but how important it is that that's not a serious injury for us. Yeah, I mean, as, as you say, he had a pretty horrendous start to his sort of career. He went sent off against Marmo and didn't look as though he was ever going to recover. And then he found his form and managed to play his way back into the team and he's become a mainstay. So, yeah, it's a... It's a shame because, as Gaz was saying, he was, he, he's, he's one of those guys in the middle of the park that he's not scared of a tackle. And, and I like that in a team. You need somebody in that midfield who's just prepared to go through somebody when needed. Um, so, yeah, I hope, I hope it's not as bad, but I always worry with guys going off with groins and hamstrings. You know, the, when, when they indicated that usually is the case. Yeah, and Alex, as, as we went into, this, into the injury time of the second half, obviously there was a couple of minutes added on because of, of those two. Um, Ramsey sprung to life. He had a bit of a wild shot in the first minute injury time. He hit the bar in the second minute injury time. Um, 
and then he plays the ball out to Tav, who gets the ball into the box and Roof for the second time in the match. Free header, uh, puts Rangers 2-0 up. First of all, Ramsey, um, were you quite pleased with how he played today in the first half, obviously? Yeah, yeah, I thought he was... Um... I thought he was good. Uh, I thought it was a good 45 minutes, a consistent 45 minutes, and, and he was always challenging, pressing. He had a few shots, a few rogue shots, um, and then obviously he hits the bar as well. So I thought he was he was a threat, um, and that's something you need. Like I said, I keep saying it, and I'm not the only one, but we need we need people from midfield to step up, and um, having Ramsey doing that is, is a huge impact. Obviously, he hits the bar. A lot of people can then, or a lot of heads can then kind of go, oh, it's, it's just not going to happen for me today or whatever. But then, you know, a couple of minutes later, he makes the pass, the pass to Tav, which is which is brilliant. Tav puts it in and we're 2-0 we're up. And that kind of, you know, that goal allows us to have so much more freedom for the second half in, in terms of the reason Ramsey only plays 45 and is rested for Thursday. Yeah, guys, I think there was a bit of a, a concern Um Certainly on Twitter, I had a look at Twitter, and there was a bit of concern that Ramsey never played Thursday night, and people were saying if he plays ninety minutes today and doesn't he play Thursday, there's some serious issues there. Um, was it good just to see him getting taken off at half time, um, and that signals that he's going to play on Thursday night, doesn't it? Yeah, I was, su- I was surprised he was taken off. I, I thought he would have got taken off at some point, but at half time, I was a wee bit surprised, and that definitely says to me that he's he'll be playing Thursday. He's got to play Thursday. Absolutely yeah. has to play Thursday, and he, he was playing pretty well. He was what I liked as well is he was over on the right and he was over on the left. He was helping out everywhere, and the ball out to Tav for Ruth's second goal was inch perfect. Yeah, and I think if, if Ramsey's fit, he starts Thursday Sunday for me. Um, we know that we know how good a football player he is. He, um, you know, he wouldn't have had the career he's had if if he wasn't that great a player. He's he's obviously had serious problems with injuries. Um, but for me, so good a football player. As long as he's fit, he starts both games. So Brian, the goal as well. Um, Roof again does really well to you know they mentioned it in commentary. Um, get that get that extra yard away for his marker um, and rises up and gets a header. It's it's obviously something he's been working on. Yeah, I mean as you say, I mean Ramsey. Uh... I mean, I didn't even see the pass when he, you know, I, I couldn't see the sort of pass that he played. I didn't vis- envisage him doing that, but I mean, he picks out a lovely pass to to Tavernier and Tavernier. Um, <clears throat> I think he blast, no, he he, he chipped it in for um, Roof. And to be fair, Roof, he actually had to engineer quite a lot of power himself because you know it was floated over. It wasn't like a a fizzed cross, so he had to engineer quite a lot of power, and it was a, a great header. Um, as you say, he must have been he must be working on. On the header, well, that was two headers today, so that was that's unusual for us to score two headers. Yeah. Let but um, no, it's it's nice to see him getting getting amongst the goals early doors, and it was just nice to be a couple of goals up for a change. Yeah, um, we we spoke about it in the in the chat again. It was just nice to have that that little bit of control, and we weren't panicking, we weren't worrying going into half time yeah. or even later on in the game. Um, so half time comes and goes, and this seems like a great point. Just again, thank everybody in the comments. Uh, keep your questions coming in, your comments coming in. We'll, we'll bring them up um, as much as we can. Um, and a big thank you to everybody that's that's following us on social media and subscribed to us on YouTube. If you haven't already done so, please hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Doesn't it cost you a penny? Find us on social media, like, share, retweet, whatever, however you use your social media. Please find us um, because every little helps. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Um, everybody loves talking about Rangers everybody loves Rangers that's why we're here um, and we come together to do it because you want us to do it and you're, you're 
you're joining us and it's brilliant so just thank you to everybody um and please join us on social media wherever you get your social media from um so half time alex comes and goes and we make two changes um is it as simple as we were resting kent and rams ahead of a big big week another yeah big week. i think so yeah it's it's you know looking back on what we've had now and, and what we know up to this point it is the biggest week left in our season um so it is a season-defining week, so to have two two key players being able to rest them, um, especially when we picked up two injuries in the first half, so he's going to have an eye on. There's probably going to be a few more challenges flying in that are that could cause injuries, um, especially when we've lost two to to, to the first half. So yeah, it was it was, it was probably well, no, it was most definitely uh, in terms of resting them for for the big week ahead, and hopefully it has a positive impact. Yeah, and, and guys, just just on the substitutions, one that was made slightly before half time, uh, Leon King coming on instead of uh, instead of Leon Balligan for Hellander. Was that an eye on Thursday night as well? Do you think Balligan's more likely to start on Thursday? Yeah, but maybe I I know it was again it was only Saint Marin, but is Kingy a worse option than Balligan for Thursday? Um, it's definitely. I thought he played. He looked. He looked as though he'd been playing there for weeks. And he was spraying the balls about as well, really well. You know, it, it just looked like he'd been moulding himself off a of Goldson with those balls out to the wings and stuff. So I wouldn't be disappointed if he took a risk and flung him in. Balligan's obviously got some injury problems of his own. He, he seems to have overcame, but there's always going to be something lingering for him as well, Brian. Yeah. Um, you know, so my opinion was that it was he wasn't risking, he wasn't willing to risk Balligan in the second half. Um, so he brought Leon King on, gets great minutes for Leon King, he done really well, nobody's going to dispute that, um, but Balligan for me, I think he's going to start on Thursday night just because of the experience. Is, is that a sort of fair summary? I think it is. I mean, I, I, I personally, I would like to see King start on Thursday night, um, just purely because of Balligan's fitness issues, but as you say, I think experience is going to tell and Balligan will play on Thursday, I think. Just, I would like to see King, but I my heart, my heart says Mulligan. Yeah, I, I think everybody's sort of in the same boat. We want to see, as we as we said, we want to see Okinawa getting used more, um, the training centre getting used more. We want to see Tony Weston's and Leon King, but I just think yeah. Thursday night there's so much riding on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll go with the tried and tested. And you know, I don't, there's nothing wrong with Balligan. I, I quite like Leon no. Balligan, but he's clearly. Um, He's clearly uh, got um, some. I think he was problems. blowing at the. I think he was blowing towards the end of the Celtic game, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I've I've not got a problem with that. Um, the the players that came on, Alex, um, Sands, and Wright. I'll come to Sands first. Um, getting again, getting some minutes in his legs. Is this a player we're going to be looking at more this season, and we shouldn't really be judging him um, on the cameo appearance he's been making this season? Yeah, yeah, I think um, when somebody's brought in an, an, an 18 month loan, um, they're there to, you know, kind of build minutes this season, get a few appearances, kind of, like you say with Leon King, um, find the mould. And once he, once he finds the mould, once he finds kind of a bit of minutes, a bit of time in terms of how teams play against us, then he'll be able to, he'll, he'll be a little bit more adapted come the summer. Um, and next season when he becomes a serious option. Uh, so yeah, I think I think again this is a little bit less judging him on that and it's um, and his ability just now because he is he's still putting in consistent performances. He's not performing over the top, 
Um, but I wouldn't say he performed bad at all. Yeah, and, and Scott Wright coming on. I made a couple of notes about Scott Wright, guys. Um, he, he drove forward quite early on. He seemed to he seemed to spark a wee bit of life into us because I, th- I think after Davis came on, we sat back a little bit in the first half. We, mm-hmm. we dropped a gear. Um, Scott Wright seemed to bring us back to life. Yeah, his pace and he, he's driving at the defence. Just a shame he can't finish, really, with that left <laughs> effort. Or, but yeah, he just he he grabs the ball and he and he drives, which helps your defence out. Gets the ball up the park, and um, yeah, I thought he'd done good. Obviously, apart from the the left footed strike, but yeah, he looked sharp. Didn't look like he was lacking in match fitness or anything. So. If he's willing to dig in and put the effort in, he can keep getting chances. Whether he's whether he's more of a sub player rather than an actual starter remains to be seen. Brian, next year making the point this team he's got far too many coasters on the side. It sort of ties in with the whole Scott Wright thing because we've been saying he's he's not performed enough this season when he has got the chances. But um, Chris Boyd has. I heard him say it before the game today, and he said it before as well that there needs to be players in this team that can turn up at the weekend um, to allow players a rest that have played on the Thursday night, as he did when he was at Rangers. Is Scott Wright the type of player we should be turning to and saying, We need you to turn up against St. Mirren away from home so that we can rest whoever gets the rest, whoever's had a big game on the Thursday night in Europe? Well, this is it. Yeah, we, this, is, this is where squad rotation comes in. And we're not flogging the same players week after week, playing them, you know, 75, 80 minutes every game. We need, you need, back in, back in the 90s and 80s, you could get away with, you know, a 14-man squad. But nowadays, it just doesn't, you know, there's so many games. You know, you're looking, well, that was Goldson's 51st game of the season today. So, you know, that's the sort of numbers that if we, if everybody played every game, you, you, you need an 18-man squad, 20-man, or whatever it is, 23-man squad. You need to rotate and use the squad wisely when we're playing St Mirren's, when we're playing Motherwell's. You know, you just can't flog the same players every week. And I've been saying that for a while. Yeah, and, and probably Sakala, players like Sakala and probably Kemar Roof, if Morelos is fit, Alex, they fit that same sort of mould. We, we, we need them to come in at the weekend um, to give players a break, aren't they? Yeah, especially Sakala. Um Obviously, he's preferred on the left. You know, we brought him as a striker, but he's preferred on the left. That gives a chance to rest Kent. Um, I thought he was far better on the left today than he was on the right. First half, he was anonymous. And second half, he he, or, he creates a, a few chances from the left. So, um, yeah, that gives a chance to rest one of our, our better players, which is in Ryan Kent. And Ruth, again, when Morales is there, um, you want him to be playing week in, week out. But to minimise injury risk, especially when... We had games like, you know, we've played Dortmund, we've played Red Star, now Braga in a European quarterfinal. Rotation's going to have to happen. Um, and, yeah, Roof fits that build. And, guys, I'm going to say something really unpopular. Um, please don't slaughter me in the comments. This isn't my opinion. It's only a question I'm asking. I just want to put, a, want to put that disclaimer in there. As Alex said, squad rotation is going to be massive. You know, you would expect players that never played Thursday nights to come in and play the big league games. Steve Davis still kind of got a start. Other than coming off the bench, cameo appearances, replacing players when they're injured. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to be absolutely destroyed. Is Steven Davis finished at Rangers? Well, based on today, no. I thought he played all right. Um, I think he made one mistake in the second half where he passed it to Curtis Men. Uh, he's only good for hammer throwing. So, 
No, he's, I wouldn't say he's finished. He's, he's not even had a chance to show he's finished. So, no, he's not. <laughs> um, I, I, honestly, I wrote that question down, and I put Hunter's question marks around the booth because I thought, I don't know if I want to ask that or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, no, an interesting, an interesting conversation. Brian, I'll, I'll come on to you. I'll ask you the same question because it is something that's going to come up time and time again um, as long as Steve Davis isn't playing. Has he got a chance to get back into this team under Van Bronckhorst? Well, I think he has now that potentially Lundstrom's injured. Um, I mean, I, I've always said Davis would be a good man for the first 60 or maybe the last 30 when we're, you know, when we're needing to see out a game or, you know, use his experience. Um, you've got to, you've got to have guys like that in, this, in the team that are experienced and, you know, a bit of guidance. I mean, he's still playing international football, so he can't be finished. So, I mean... You know, he's he's a he's a Rolls Royce of a player. I would I would utilize him when we can, but as a, again, wisely use the squad rotation. <laughs> Sweet pea, as I say, I just want to point out, not my opinion. I'm only asking the question because that's what we do here. We ask hard hitting questions. We want to we want to encourage these these hard conversations, even if it means I'm going to get slaughtered. Martin needs uh, some need going somebody to take his internet off him. Uh, <laughs> I can see him. I can see him underneath our charts and laughing away. He obviously thinks he's quite funny. <laughs> um, so moving into the second half, further into the second half, we get the third goal. Kamar Roof, um, Sakala, as I say, um, non-existent for me in the first half, but he gets the cross in um, for for Roof's third goal. We're on easy street by this point, Alex, aren't we? Yeah, like I say, I thought Sakala was much more effective from the left than he was on the right. Um, and that positional change just helped so much. Uh, I don't know what it was. He just he was missing in the first half. And, you know, we're not long into the second half and he's already having an impact off the left. He puts the ball across and a, a bit of tenacity from Roof and the ball finds its way into the back of the net. Yeah, and um, uh, guys, uh, Kamar Roof was getting a little bit of a hard time on our group chat, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, Scott, he's not a fan, is he? No. <laughs> he um, I don't uh, see how you could criticise him today. He's he done well today. He did play well today. As I say, I don't think it's the, all the criticism on him's fair. We don't play the same a system that suits him. Let's face we it. We didn't. Um, I thought we, we we when he played the second half, we did sort of suit him a lot better. We gave him service in the second yeah. half and the first half because he scored his two goals. So. Today was much more suited for him. Yeah, and we, we had another couple of chances as, as the game went on. We mentioned the Scott Wright one. Um, just, it would have been easier to score. Um, Tav, i never seen the replay. The Tav one, Brian, did, uh, did it just get caught under his feet when he was inside the six-yard box? I, I think so, yeah. Um, I, as I say, I didn't quite, I didn't, I didn't see it. I don't think there was a replay, but it just happened so quickly, I think. Yeah, it just got caught under him. He couldn't do much. But I mean, yeah. yeah. Much, yeah. Sakala, as Alex said, Sakala is far better coming in off the left because he's on his strong right foot. Um, I don't think, let's be honest, his crossing abilities uh, <laughs> to be desired. So, not to be bluntly, but I mean, I think he's better on the left. He's he's either got the option of a pass or a shot, and I think that's that that's more effective for Sakala. Yeah. And, and Alex, the other chance, um, and it's a player I want to I want to talk about briefly. Um, 
Sakala, another cross, another, another pass anyway, into Diallo, who um, just can't find the target. And the look in his face said it all. Um, is this a player do you think we're going to see more of between now and the end of the season, or is it just not again going to be cameos off the bench? Yeah, I hope we see a little bit more. Um, again, I think it depends on how far, you know, um, Thursday, how big a night Thursday night is and, and how that game goes, because he's he's all right, squad rotation. He's just finding it hard, and, and I, I don't think he'll, you know, he's, he's away in a couple of months. Um, there's there's no reason we're going to be looking at bringing him on loan again next season. It's not It's not really worked. And I, I don't know, he just, like I say, even when he, he came in, he played well against Ross County in the minutes that he got. He hasn't really been effective since. He was all right when he came on today. Obviously, he misses that big chance which Sakala created for him. And, and that's a bit, you know, he just, the way he looks is he, he maybe feels a bit like he just can't catch a break. And uh, I do, I was... In the boat of, I felt a little bit sorry when he missed the chance, but at the same time, he ha- he has to be putting that away, especially if he's wanting more minutes between now and the end of the season. Yeah, and guys, Paul McGarrell asking the million-dollar question there, isn't it? If, if Alfie goes, who do we bring in as a striker? Well, as in the current squad, or who do we sign? I think either or. Um, I don't, I've not even thought about who we'd replace him with. I don't even know if it's worth thinking about. Um, well, the only option in the current squad is obviously Roof, because yeah. I, I don't even want to think about it. And, um, but the, the, if we, if Morelos goes in the summer, it, it's all up to well, how much money are we going to have to spend? Again, that's I think that's purely going to depend on um, on um, how we whether or not we're in Europe or, or sorry yeah. whether or not are we're we going to have to wait until are we going to have to wait and see how we do in the the Champions League qualifiers. Again, again, yeah. Yeah. that's what happened last the start of yeah. the season. We'll wait to see if we got the Champions League. Yeah. Um, just want to say a big thank you, Ian Hamilton, for the donation to the pod. The Rangers won the game comfortably, plus we were spatting card blows up. I've not seen that yet. Um, we're going to check that out. Uh, couldn't ask for an okay Sunday. Um, I have this super chat, Alan. No problem, Ian. Thank you very much for your support to the Rangers rabble. Um, thank you to everybody for their support to the Rangers rabble. Um, so we're moving again on further in the game. Scott Wright gets the assist. I, I, saw, I say it's an assist, Brian. It's, it's a pass to, uh, to Aribo, who turns really, really well. Doesn't seem to look at goal, knows exactly where it is, and catches it. Oh, that goal was a thing of beauty. It really was. Um, I think I think a few folk have already said it. Was, it seemed uh, Aribo was a bit more of his old self today. Um, he was Some of his touches and skill was really good. And as you say, I don't think he even looked where the goal was. He just he just pinged it, and what a hit it was! Um, it was just nice to see a rebo um, back to his old self. Well, what looked like back to his old self. You know, some of his skill and his. You know, it was just great, and that that finish. Wow, wow, lovely. Folks in the comments, I've seen I've seen a few names getting mentioned. Obviously, um, Roof got the hat trick, uh, but let's know who your man of the match was. A lot of people saying Barisic um, played really well. I don't disagree with that. I thought Barisic did play really well. But if you've got any other man of the match other than Roof, who probably gets it for the three goals, uh, let us know. Um, I'm sure if Scotty's watching, he'll let us know exactly what he thinks of Roof. Um, Alex, we're not going to get too carried away because it is St Mirren. We should be beating St Mirren comfortably, um, particularly a bad St Mirren team. But these kind of results are needed to build confidence. Um, Can you see... uh, 
can you see us building on this in the, in the coming week? Is it is this? I suppose the question I'm trying to ask is, is this going to build for Thursday and Sunday? Is this what we needed? I hope so. We definitely needed a result and performance today, and 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 we were a lot more clinical, um, in in terms of taking our chances. Yeah, they're a bad Saint Mirren side, but you know a lot a lot of sides can, and we've done it before ourselves. We can go into hiding when we've got a couple of um bad performances, and you know we go away to. It used to be Kilmarnock when they were in the top division, teams like that. You know, you'd you'd go away to them and you just couldn't do anything, and then we started. You know, regress. You you didn't build on anything, and now that we've got a result um, away from home, a bit of confidence back, a bit of momentum, hopefully for Thursday. Then yeah, this is something that it's it's definitely a building block that you you have to build on this for Thursday, and then hopefully build with this and Thursday for the weekend. I'm not going to read that comment out. I just thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> um, yeah, it's guys, it's. Have, did, have you seen enough today to think that, that we can go and win our next two games? Uh, aye. Um, I. Um. We 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 do we do need to keep our feet on the ground because we we keep saying it's Saint Mirren and recently they have been awful and they were pretty poor today. Um. Well, I I even before today I still thought we had a chance on Thursday and Sunday. Like the second half against Celtic, we we were all over them. We just didn't shoot, and we were any clinical or anything like. That. We had all the possession. Um, I don't on Thursday. I don't think we can play any worse than we did that Thursday there. So I don't think today's going to be makes too much of a difference apart from confidence in the actual players. Like Roof getting that hat trick today, he should go into Thursday night with his confidence through the roof now. Yeah, Brian. Just uh, uh, we'll do our uh, we'll do our match preview obviously ahead of Thursday night, um, massive massive game. But does does the starting lineup change drastically for you? Obviously we'll have to play somebody else at centre back. Um, but if everybody else is fit and available, do you make many changes to what played today? No, I mean, I mean the only the only as you say the only changes are probably going to be Lundstrom and uh, possibly Balogun at the back. Um, but no, I mean. But today could have went two ways. It could have went the way it did, gave everybody a confidence boost, you know, minutes in the legs, or it could have been, you know, a struggle. And then we're going into Thursday really demoralising, but a 4 0 win today because everybody is focused on that bit of confidence, bit of a, uh, you know, gets them up for, well, not that I have to get up for Thursday, but you know, what I'm saying is it, gives, it just gives them that confidence for Thursday to go in, into rather than a struggling performance at the weekend. Yep, and and guys, I don't know. I feel like we've been a wee bit negative today, just because we've we've beaten St Johnston. So let's finish on something positive. I'm not going to ask any questions, Alex. Let's just let's just tell me something positive about today that we could be really pleased with. Well, it was St Mirren, not St Johnston. <laughs> you, just, you just said St Johnston. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> no, something positive. Roof just that's his first hat trick for Rangers. Um, so you, you can be positive about that, and. Uh, and also, we can all go to bed nice and have a, have a good sleep tonight, knowing that Scotty will be up all night raging that Roof has a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, well, well, listen, Audi in the group chat today, he's, he's, he's never here in the end there. Um, guys, I think um, 
I'm going to say that other than the Lundstrom injury, um, I think it's positive that players got minutes and legs um, and we really got through the game without any major concerns. The injuries are the only negative today. They're the only negative. The rest of it was pretty positive. We can all be happy. And Bor- I, I, Borna was, I really thought, I thought he had a very good game today. He seems to like St. Mirren for some reason. Yeah. Paisley, he loves it there. It'd be nice if he liked everybody else as well. <laughs> <laughs> but Brian, massive week. So we're going into a huge, huge, another huge, huge week. We're off the back of a 4-0 win. Um, heads will be high. Um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a tough week. But this is why we're Rangers supporters. This is why we're Rangers, isn't it? This is a gargantuan week. Oh, I like that epic word. Epic skills. I like that word. Gargantuan. It's, it's a quarterfinals European Euro, Europa League. Scottish Cup semi, as you say, this is this is what this is why we're in to win trophies and compete in these bigger big tournaments. It's it's what it's all about. And as you say, after after today, they can all bounce into Thursday night, hopefully with the place bouncing and they'll they'll confidence will be high. Again, as as folk are saying, it's only submitting, but you can only beat what's in front of you and a clean sheet and four goals and everybody's buzzing. Yep. We're going to leave it there, nice and positive. Looking forward to the week ahead. It's going to be massive. It's going to be huge. Um, it's going to cost us a fortune. But, <laughs> but that's what we're here for. Again, folks, big thank you. Everybody who supported us, everybody in the comments, everybody that likes us on social media, subscribe to us on uh, YouTube and all the rest of the social media nonsense. Big thank you. Hugely th- uh, grateful. We are so, so grateful to you. And uh, we'll see you during the week. We'll see you for our our match preview and match reaction Thursday night. Um, Look forward to joining you then. And here's to a big, big week and two big, big results for Rangers. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon, folks. Sports Social Podcast Network.